This Chiefs Super Bowl preview and props edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is your home for the Super Bowl. Use the promo code SGP and get up to $1,000 in free bets. MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and enter code SGP during signup. For a limited time, all new users will get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. That's code SGP and get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at slash SGP. That's slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds than your local sports book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's propswap.com promo code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in men's below the belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP. You're listening to the Sports Gambling Podcast exclusively on SGPN. Let it ride. Ooh, welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. We weren't explicit about this. What episode do we get the freestyle? Is that uh, Wednesday? The super bowl, the, picks, the, picks the official super bowl song. I will release the episode. We tape Wednesday night that goes out Thursday morning. Part four of our super bowl week of podcasts. We're doing four podcasts this week, all about the super bowl. This is the Chiefs centric Super Bowl and a perfect time to bring on our guest, Danny Salmon, writer, comedian, producer, and co host of the Sorry We Love Football podcast. Danny, how excited are you for this once in a lifetime? Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully oh, wow. more. Back of the hand, right first, off the bat. First of a lifetime. Your your Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. I just, I mean, for starters, I love hearing Chiefs and Super Bowl together. Felt like it was never going to happen. Here <laughs> we are. I made it on the podcast specifically because the Chiefs made it to the Super Bowl. I feel like it's a Super Bowl for both of us. Yeah, winners all around. Uh, we used to work together. Uh, used to write on a show, and we were actually we were working together on a show during the week leading up to the Eagles Super Bowl. Yeah, and it was just you and me in an office. Just messing around, writing some jokes, doing whatever, watching some clips, and just inevitably talking a ton about the Super Bowl because the job was two weeks. It was the two weeks right before the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl, and I was I was giddy. I was so confident. I I have moments of doubt when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles, but I was I really believed and that that team had a lot of mojo, the whole dog thing, and uh, I I was super confident. I think I talked you into a. Fletcher Cox MVP Super Bowl bet because I I didn't see the high scoring thing I thought it'd be their defensive line dominating the the Pats O line I didn't see the shootout angle but how how confident are you of a Chiefs victory right now just that 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 week that you had when we were in that room when you were feeling just you know everything was falling into place it was your time there was you know there were benefits there were merits you could say to the uh, the Patriots being you know potentially the team to bet on but. You had to go with your heart instead <laughs> of your head, instead of your gut, and it paid off. You know, and that's how I feel right now. There is a lot of stuff that I could say about the Niners, 
how good of a team they are, how good their pass rush is, blah, 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 crap like Nick that. Nick Bosa, baby. But I'm just feeling it. <laughs> I just feel like this is it. This is going to happen. Andy Reid missed out on that Eagles Super Bowl in yep. order to come to Kansas City and be part of potentially the next dynasty. I'm just going to say it right now dynasty. Wow. Well, you got uh, just to be clear, Sean's sure. heart is in his gut. I, I right. just want to clear that <laughs> yeah. up. You kind they of made, are, there's they, a mix of body parts in there that I didn't I wasn't sure what Sean thinks with. There's a dick in there too. You exactly. might think with that. There's sometimes. a giant heart gut uh core. That is my core. A lot of people talk about their core strength. Mine is from my core strength comes from my gut handicapping led to the uh, Pro Bowl over which we recently cashed on the podcast. Where's your juju at? I I know for me the season is spent <laughs> dialing in what, Oh, Hey, what hat goes with what Jersey, what sweatpants, uh, what lucky flavor of chewing tobacco, lime or citrus skull. If you guys are wondering, but it, do you have a, how ritual uh, centric are you as a, as a chiefs fan? I hadn't been. And clearly that was the problem. <laughs> I had not been working on a single ritual or at least, you know, like you said, a clothing option. I remember even, you know, as, as recently as that Super Bowl, that Philly Super Bowl, when we were working together, I had very few pieces of chiefs regalia to put on before a game. I really, I love the team. I've been following it since Montana. Uh, and you know, I've, I've just, I'm from Kansas city. I bleed bleed red, which I guess every human being does. Uh, but it's, it's just, that's my team. However, I never really liked the money waste that came with buying like a Jersey, <laughs> buying a hat, buying something that cost 50 to hundred dollars when I could barely afford food. So I never had anything. It was actually you, Sean green, working with you, seeing your dedication coming in every day of every work week, Monday through Friday with a new piece of Eagles gear on. I, I this do. is what I get for having no involvement in the guests this week. So far, two guests, two people just lathering up. Sean oh, well. stacking the money green. I mean, look, it, beaming it's, from ear to ear. I'm not trying to blow smoke up his ass. It's actually, I mean, the guy must have spent more money on this than he does on his wife. Oh, absolutely. So there's obviously no. That. I do, uh, but I uh, to combine those two things as part of the brainwashing process with my wife and. I, I put in some work. There was uh, a huge hesitation as an animal lover. Uh, the Mike Vick years were tough to get through. Uh, she said she was holding out, but once once Mike Vick uh, was no longer the starting quarterback, really paved the way. And the way to brainwash uh, your spouse is to buy them, you know, fun, cute, athletic. Like I get her the Eagles yoga pants. Oh, you want a running hoodie? What about an Eagles running hoodie? Oh, what about this cute shirt? What about this cute top? Whatever it is. She has a green light when it comes to any sort of Eagles related merch. And then I just, for one of her Christmas gifts, I got her nice Christmas gifts, but I also got her an Eagles t-shirt <laughs> as part of the Christmas Keep gift it going. Yeah. You got to get them uh, to buy in. You mentioned Montana them. Well, them, <laughs> well, whatever wives, there, there aren't enough hardcore Eagles supporting fans out there. I think we can all agree. <laughs> we have to, we have to spread the virus. That is the uh, Eagles fans. You mentioned uh, Montana and uh quick little update. One of the prop bets that we were talking about on uh, yesterday's podcast was: mm. Will Joe Montana be involved in the coin toss? Will he do the coin toss? Now, pull back the curtain. Uh, one of the founders of Play Balto, a uh, sponsor of the podcast, is Nick Montana, Joe Montana's son. Now, I reached out to Nick Montana <laughs> for some inside information. Oh man, he did not give me a definitive yes or no. However, his response—he did give me a response. I screenshotted it. 
I put it in the uh, Slack over at slack.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Oh. So you can see that response. Make Sean, your Sean, how much does it cost to join? Completely our free. Slack? Completely oh free. It's like a free paywall. It is a free wow. paywall, Ryan. And like all the content, the picks, the podcast, the posts, it's all it's all fucking free. And, and by the way, Sean, just so we're clear. Yes. We only talked about that prop because I brought it up as a discussion right. item. You did not. You made it. fun of me for bringing <laughs> extra discussion props, and now look what we've done. We we created we've, uncom- we've uncovered a caper, and we've solved it. There's a there's a great lead over at the Slack, but again, all this free content, the picks, the podcast, the posts, all courtesy of our presenting sponsor, MyBookie.ag. Easy to use, easy to deposit, even easier to withdraw over at mybookie.ag. And again, getting involved for the first time, use that promo code SGP for a sweet, sweet deposit bonus up to $1,000 in rollover bets if you uh, deposit over at mybookie.ag. And again, one of my favorite uh, things to use on mybookie.ag, the prop customizer. If you think. If you think uh, Damian Williams is going to go off and have four touchdowns like Raheem Mostert had in the NFC Championship, they'll give you a price for that. Literally any sort of bet you want to price, they they have that for you. And of course, all your Super Bowl props over at mybookie.ag where you play, win and get paid, especially when you use that promo code SGP. We also uh Kramer we have a couple uh Sean. Yes. We have a couple uh <laughs> Super Bowl stuff of our own. We, we oh. of course have our Super Bowl Squares contest. And that's uh pretty awesome. All you gotta do is send in a five star review of the podcast. Uh do you know what else you get if you if you enter that contest? What's that? You get a personal email from me. From Ryan Kramer <laughs> so confirming your entry. That that something to look forward to. And if let me, hold on, let me look at the personal email <laughs> from Ryan Real Money Kramer. And uh yeah, which by the way, Sean. Yes. I'm definitely 100% probably going to post something to Instagram this week. Okay. So I encourage everyone to get out and follow me at Kramer centric for the opportunity, taking it to six (laughs) pictures. Ryan is Ryan. Ryan really has amassed a decent amount of followers on Instagram. The fact that he has six complete uh, posts, five, five. five. Well, yeah, we're we're supposed to be teasing the six Instagram posts. Uh, But yeah, if you, and uh, if you're doing your own super bowl squares at a party, uh, we have a nice little printout sheet there and a Super Bowl party prop sheet. What is that? Well, it's like, again, if you're running a Super Bowl contest, you print it out. It's got 15 props, you know, basically a bunch of over unders, the Gatorade color, the time on the anthem. You circle it, send it in, decide however, whatever prize pool you want. So, all that over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We're making it impossible to not gamble at your Super Bowl party. Yeah. You got to have a squares pool. You got to have the props pool. And our squares pool, again, giving away up to $1,000. Hmm. Danny, you What's know that this. cost then, Sean? <laughs> Completely free. Jesus. Danny, Danny, you know this as a, uh, as a huge sports fan living in LA, involved in show business, you run into a lot of people that are. Especially at Super Bowl parties, it can be a touchy subject where I'm just here to watch the commercials. Or what's that uh, team you want? The red team. They're both red. And no, this is the vegan table. (laughs) There's a lot of intensity that comes with watching your own team in the Super Bowl. Are you worried about uh, any sort of, you know, laissez-faire sports fans messing up your mojo? Oh, undoubtedly, because. (laughs) <laughs> Two other people who are who are pronounced sports fans who are out there in the comedy world in the you know the world that we float around in. Yes, they are having their own Super Bowl parties. 
aside from mine. I'm the Chiefs fan. I should be having the party. These guys are, you know, one's a Giants fan. Duh. Fuck that. They're not. They're nowhere close to the Super Bowl. That I should- is a disgusting <laughs> act. I and, and being a Giants fan, absolutely ridiculous at this point in the season. It's over for you. It's <laughs> it has been for months. Daniel Jones. It's just, that's just a beautiful song that he does not deserve that. <laughs> I just think, you know, I'm going to be left. I'm, I've looked at the guest list, the people who are left as the fallout from the other two parties going on. They're not my a team. Yeah. They're, they're my friends. They're some of the funniest they're, people in the world, but not, there's a certain guy, especially in LA, where you have to kind of filter out who you're going to watch football with in Los Angeles. Cause you don't want to have to explain what is football. What, what Gambling. is that a completion? The squares are at least an easy thing to sell people on. But again, a lot of people go, Oh, you must be an expert. And I am an expert at sports gambling, but <laughs> they're, they're somehow paranoid that I control the super bowl squares or have it's the, it's the most like no skill bet of all time. Extremely simple, but still people are like, well, I don't know. Am I going to get killed in this? No, throw in $10 draw the numbers. It's really that easy. Also uh, one of the, the characteristics you need to make sure you have around you when you're rooting for your own team at a super bowl party is these people have to be, they have to have some thick skin and be willing to see some shit because it might get weird or dark. You might get very happy. You might yeah. get very mm. sad and say some and things you wouldn't normally I mean, I, use yeah. some words that are not, you know, in the normal Danny Solomon lexicon. Oh, I <laughs> beg to differ, but I, I, I have lost people. <clears throat> From my activity during a game, who, I, have, you, who have you scared off? I mean, just last week, our mutual friend and mutual uh, at one time coworker, Jamel Johnson. Jamel, great guy. Uh, also on on our sports podcast, in no way competing with this podcast, which is much more, uh, I, I would say, defined in terms of its voice. Uh, <laughs> but Jamel Johnson, our friend, basically just uh, he. he he told me that I ruined the entire day for him. He had to leave during the Niners wow. Packers game. This is a game we won, mind you, but us down 17 to seven in the second <laughs> quarter with all of the bad shit that had happened to the chiefs in the past. I mean, I've seen it all. You know that. I mean, we've talked about this before Vent. how we've seen, we've seen the Mariota self pass, the luck fumble <laughs> to himself into the end zone. Oh my God. The other shitty Colts loss with Herm Edwards, where we were never even close against Peyton Manning. There was the, I mean, you could, you could rattle them up both Patriots losses, just all of these the terrible offsides. The D Ford offsides is one of the worst possible things that could, because we had the guy, we had the best quarterback in the league throwing for 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards and can't get us over the hump. It started to feel like it might never happen. And then we're losing 17 to seven in another AFC championship game. You know, I, I wasn't being rational. I was, I reverted to my third grade self mm. and I, and I told those guys even at the time, like I've done worse shit. Like this is not <laughs> my worst. I remember as a kid, like there were times in front of kids where I would like, I had this jar, this giant, like Coke plastic Coke bottle that like, you know, three foot high thing that I would put coins into <laughs> save my change. I just dumped that shit out on the floor <laughs> out of rage. I started flipping off God. That's my move. It's like, fuck you God, like up to the sky. But, uh, but even you're not a super religious guy. Are you? I'm luckily I'm Jewish. So okay. that allows you some leeway to do what you want with God. There's no hell. So I just kind of got away with that. But yeah, I mean, I, in mixed company by myself, like I'm the same dude watching these games, a not cool guy, but luckily <laughs> you go to some dark places. I, uh, 
when the chiefs were down early in that Texans game, only seven, nothing, because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have reached out at 24, nothing. That would have been weird. I just threw out a like, don't blow it. Andy, you do. I reach still, out. I still kind of, I mean, I believed in Andy Reid and the chiefs in that game. They were my lock. I think Kramer, you're also on them minus nine and a half. It came through, but what was it? down 24, nothing. What did you go through? Did you mix anything up? What happened? I mean, I had, I, you were talking about rituals. I have my ritual now, which is I have a, I have a Chiefs shirt that, uh, that has sort of like little cartoons of Andy, Tyreek, Patrick, <laughs> and Kelsey. Proud, proud parent, Tyreek Hill. That I almost had to bio. throw it away. By the way, can I, before I do want to get into this ritual thing, but I do want to sure. point something out that, that needs to be said. You shit on me a lot for Tyreek Hill yes. and my continued somewhat fandom, obviously tainted <laughs> fandom of Tyreek Hill, but you have an idol of yours who is guilty of exactly the same crime, and Ooh. that is gritty. Oh my god. Gritty hits Hashtag kids. free gritty. That gritty was a hits set. kids and it's cool with you, but when Tyree Kill does it. Oh, uh, that was a fucking setup from the word go. They got a crooked doctor. The medical bill is three hundred dollars. That's not even something you would sue over. Also, you're thirteen years old and you're getting pushed by a mascot and that's assault charge. That's where's the punched, father? Punched. Where, it's embarrassing. Punched. Where's look, the father in this look situation? Look in that man's eyes, gritty. Do you think he's a man that can commit that crime? Classic Philly. Gritty is a marketing ploy. I just whenever I look at gritty, I see like a of bunch course, of junior executives sitting around a table being like, and "How they, can we go viral?" They nailed it though. Gritty. They did nail it. Gritty. People gritty. love him. Awesome. Awesome. Or answer. <laughs> gritty. Uh, he but, doesn't identify with the gender. Non-binary gritty. But so obviously you're a hypocrite. But back to the <laughs> Texans thing. So I'm in Vegas. I'm with nine of my friends. We make it a big thing going out for the divisional because no, nobody mm. goes for that. That's one. kind actually, of a fun weekend. It's Underrated. a cool move. And it was fun. I had my, so I had that shirt and then over it, I have my chief's Christmas sweater that I bought. So I have that two set up the, the two shirt kind of thing going. I drank amaretto all weekend oh, when shit. I was winning bets. I decided amaretto was my Vegas drink. Turned out to be my lucky win that. bets drink. <laughs> oh wow. So I kept that going. So I had a shitload of amaretto in me. And I had my Chiefs hat on, which I loaned to you for a sketch. We you've seen it. It's a ratty, crappy hat that my mom got me at a thrift store in Kansas City. But I felt like, okay, this will be the topper. We'll finally get over the hump with this hat on. We go down twenty-four to nothing. No. I'm like, this hat is fucking cursed. Something <laughs> I am, Andy is. Something's wrong. And the hat is the only thing I could control at the time. So when the waitress started coming around asking us if we wanted more <laughs> drinks, I handed her my hat and I said, "Throw this in the fucking trash." <laughs> I just said, throw it in the trash. I didn't want any more. And everybody else was like, oh, you're going to want the chiefs aren't down that much. Oh my God. You guys know it's real. So 24, nothing. She got real. It was bad. We needed to do something. We needed a spark. So when I gave her that hat, she totally obliged me. She was like, are you sure? I said, yes, throw that. I never want to see that shit again. Bury it under the bar. She took it with her with the drink cart. And then she, it, she vanished it. It's gone. <laughs> it's, I don't know where it's it is. In a, it's in a hole in the desert somewhere. But now that's awesome. That's, what, like Joe Pesci and his brother. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what you at. need to do. You need as a fan to own some of the the mojo and lean into it. I think that is key to uh, making a Super Bowl run. All right, we're gonna break down the Kansas City offense, talk Kansas City defense, close out with some uh, with some fun prop bets. But before we get to that, quick shout out to our boys over at DraftKings.com. Super Bowl Fifty Four. Danny, you were actually, uh, again, we were working together in the same office on the same show. When I came in after winning $200,000 <laughs> via DraftKings. Kramer, you were there. What you got to see my, 
we were hanging out at the Westgate in uh, in our hotel room, watching me sweat it out. As I'm just hanging on to second place, already lost first place, eight hundred thousand dollars because Scott Tolzine threw two pick sixes in one game. How many times has this story been told on this podcast? Do you think? A couple. Well, but when DraftKings.com comes on, you gotta, you know, when they partner up with us, I gotta remind people that dreams can come true over DraftKings.com, especially when you use a promo code SGP. New users, you get a free shot. At winning one million dollars, the one million dollar top prize, and all you got to do is head over to DraftKings.com, use that promo code SGP. Yeah, single game showdown. We gave out our lineups earlier uh, on on yesterday's podcast. Travis Kelsey was in my captain seat, but uh, yeah, whatever you guys want to do, head over to DraftKings.com, use the promo code SGP for a shot at one million dollars. Minimum five dollar deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Nice job, son. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Kelsey is a good place to start, at least for me, when breaking oh, down the okay. offense. <laughs> I, I I I'm a big fan of Travis Kelsey. I like him more than uh than George Kittle. He's also yeah. He's got his brother, Jason Kelsey, oh, that can Jesus. talk to him about what it's like to win a Super Bowl, Super Bowl week. Charles Suggs is on the team. Yeah, he I mean. can also talk about how how to look like a giant asshole in a fucking <laughs> Hall- Halloween costume or whatever. Well, it is. I, I think Travis Kelsey, look out for a I, as much as I like Kelsey, his speech leading into the Super Bowl when they won the AFC Championship, where he gets up on stage and goes, "You gotta fight." You're right to party. <laughs> Come on, dude. You're you're 25 years old. You're quoting the Beastie nope. Boys. That's What's wrong about that? What's, uh, tell me one wrong statement in that. It's a little. Sense. It's a little square, I think, to quote the Beastie Boys. <laughs> not not that I'm the coolest guy around, but I I think he could have done better than that. I I look at um, I look at what Green Bay did with Jimmy Graham even uh, against the San Francisco defense. Jimmy Graham got behind him. They had passing opportunities. I, I think Travis Kelsey to me. Is where it starts. I think I think they're gonna roll coverage to Tyreek Hill. Okay. I think they're gonna say Tyreek Hill can't beat us. But I think Kelsey over the middle, Damian Williams catching the ball out of the backfield. That's one thing I'm seeing right away. Kramer, am I am I right or am I wrong? Oh, so how, remind me, how does this work? Do I get to talk about props yet? No, we will save that for the end. You're saving that for the end. That's okay. why people tune in. We gotta we gotta massage before we get to the happy ending, Ryan. You well, just can't go in right, and go, so I wanna be fi- I wanna be finished right now. Just tap the table when you're ready. I, I, I would be uh I would be doing our clients a disservice if I didn't point out that San Francisco was the number two team against the tight end, according to DBOA. Yeah. Now, of late, agreed. Specifically, last two rounds in the playoffs, there's been opportunity there. I'm kind of with you. I think that San Francisco has to know that they're vulnerable. They're vulnerable to a deep ball. They know the Chiefs will take lots of shots. Are they confident enough in that pass rush to not give them help? If not, I, I think I I love the receivers for the. If you like the Chiefs. And this is what I've done with my DFS lineups. I like just kind of angling where you're just grabbing groups of those receivers. Yeah. I really, you know, uh Chris Giordani, he pointed out Sammy Watkins and his seven catches last game. That was very nice. And he's he's so, gonna be going up against that second cornerback uh for San Francisco, which Sherman has had a as a had a good season. But the second cornerback, whoever they end up starting, uh, he's he's been vulnerable. Well, and and Sherman's been okay, but again, when you dive into the numbers and you look at DVOA, they're 
tenth. I mean, he, he's okay. Yeah. Uh, he, but it's speed and it's that deep ball that that is is where they're going to struggle, and that's the part of the game I think is most interesting because they can't let Hill just undress Sherman, and I think he's. N- I don't know who Darrell Revis has pointed it out. Darrell Whoa. Revis, it's great. I that love how he's just sh- randomly coming out of the woodwork oh. to shit on Richard <laughs> Sherman. You gotta love that the guy's still so invested that he gets on social media just to clown. Whoa. He was well, a chief. Yeah. Where did he go to college? Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Public school. Where okay. did Richard Sherman go to college? Stanford. Stanford. Private, Private school, school pussy. pussy. Yeah. So we like Darrell <laughs> Revis in this one, guys. What do you, what do you what are some early thoughts here for the Kansas City offense? What are your keys to the game, Danny? As a fan, as a guy who watches Kansas City offense entire season, I mean, I've so we're going up against cover three. That's what that's what the the Niners primarily do. I think the defensive line of the Niners is my biggest worry, but our O line has been playing very very well. As so, I'm not worried about us taking deep shots. But when we played the the other cover three team that we played this season, the chargers, they weren't giving us the deep ball. And so we just took everything we could underneath that was right? that the defense was given us underneath a lot of Damian Williams running the ball, which I actually like the most oh, okay. out of a lot of these things that we're talking about. Kelsey's a good bet because he's catching those, you know, five yard outs, those slants, those in cuts. I mean, Sammy also will catch a good slant. I like McCole Hardman, especially yeah. behind you know, we uh, threw him as kind of, uh, I think I did. And I, I forget if you were on a Kramer too, but your said too. And again, he's a burner. He's one of those guys. If you have him in there with Tyreek, well, I mean, Hardman, I, I think he could get open for w- just one deep play is, is very much in, in, in and, the uh, possibilities. And to continue uh, to further p- provide you numbers to support the fact that I believe the chiefs will have opportunity to pass the ball deep. This is the, this was the second Pass defense according to DVOA San Francisco, but against the deep ball, twelfth. So I, I think there will be opportunity. I think there's a lot of people that think that, that, that Andy Reid's going to come out and bang bang on the running back a little bit because we've seen San Francisco ha- show weakness there. I just love the matchup, and, and and while the Kramer FML tour is strong, I'm I'm here today with my hashtag coleslaw shirt on, Sean, <laughs> to stand united with Andy Reid. Uh, it's time, Andy. Let me look at you. It's time. You need to let more plant-based proteins in your life, <laughs> or, or you're gonna fucking die. He, I uh, could did see you him. see that quote about him eating a cheeseburger? Yeah, like, he's just talking. Like, come on, dude. I mean, I love Andy Reid. I want him to win. I think there's a huge matchup here. He's got the buy. The offense is gonna be clicking, and, and it really comes down to: Can they just get enough? Can they block him for an extra half second? I think they can, and I think that matters. And when we get to the props later, I think some of these prices. On on yardage totals, uh, catch props across the board is giving a lot, a little too much respect to the San Francisco Forty. Well, and defense. the San Francisco defense has been very good, but they've also had games, uh, maybe a similar offense. You look at, at and similar conditions in a dome, which it should be. The weather looks great in Miami. They have a they have a tarp, that, or you know they can close it up, so weather shouldn't be an issue. But look at all the look at how the San Francisco defense did. Against the uh, against the Saints in that game, or look at that game against Atlanta at home. Julio Jones just went off. There there have been games where this 49ers defense has kind of fallen apart. You mentioned Andy Reid and getting the monkey off his back. Andy Reid has more regular season wins, 207 playoff wins, 14, and postseason appearances, 15 than any other coach who has not won an NFL championship. If that's not being due, I, I don't know what is. 
I, again, I, we threw it out in the DFS podcast, but I love Mahomes rushing. I, I think he, him running the ball. He's these past couple of games, 53 yards each game. He's, he's not afraid to use his legs and uh, San Francisco third in the league. As far as letting up rushing yards from the QB position, I think Mahomes feels that pressure of, Hey, in this winter go home game, if nothing's there, I'm going to run. And I could see that being the case where maybe Sherman is hanging with some of these receivers. Maybe they're sitting back in coverage, playing the deep ball, but there's going to be, whether it's Kelsey, Damian Williams, catching the ball out of the backfield, or just Patrick Mahomes running the ball. Uh, it seems like there's, there's going to be a soft underneath belly that the chiefs, I think have an opportunity to exploit one stat that I think while we're talking about the chiefs offense, it does come down to them blocking that D line. That That is the strength of the 49ers troubling stat for the chiefs teams with more than 55 sacks entering the super bowl. The last 15 seasons, 2005 Steelers won the super bowl, 2007 giants won super bowl, 2008 yes, Steelers did, won the super bowl, 2010 Packers won the super bowl, 2011 giants won the super bowl. Again, uh, probably a, a case against uh, Eli Manning being in the hall of fame, 2015 Broncos won the super bowl. So historically, if you've been able to rush the passer, you've been able to win the super bowl. At well, least furthermore, you've been able game. to stifle elite offenses, right? The 2007 giants, they, they stifled that Patriots team. Yeah. Uh, the Seahawks, they shut down Peyton Manning in that uh, at that time, he wasn't completely a just bag of rocks. So I, I think there's a lot, I, I've seen a lot of kind of the, the, the lamestream media attaching <laughs> to this in the pat in the recency bias. We've seen the, the good defense beat the good offense of late. We've seen the difference in this, in, in the situation, I think to me is I, I, I just, the, the teams that were able to win with the good defense. I feel like their, their, their ability to do things that weren't just run the ball. were all better. Russell Wilson. He could throw the rock. Uh, Eli Manning say what you will. Sean, two time super bowl MVP. He was throwing the rock. Uh, I just don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo to make the throw when it matters. Well, and neither does Kyle Shanahan, right? Cause that's why he only threw the ball eight times. And even in that, even in that first playoff game, he was wild. He was throwing interceptions against Minnesota and they dialed it back. And then they come back with a game where he only throws the ball eight times to your point about uh defense winning championships. We actually have an article uh, over at sports gambling podcast.com submitted mm. by NFL pickles. And he <laughs> makes a, he makes a great point in uh, debunking defenses, defense wins, super bowl championship. He has bunch of graphs and charts and DVOA and all that kind of stuff, but <laughs> that he worked really hard on. Yeah. yeah. To, to summarize the last year, the four teams making it to the NFC and AFC championship were the top four offensive teams. So yeah. the, in a weird way, the Rams and the chiefs were both, or sorry, the, the Patriots and the chiefs or no Patriots and Rams last year were both really good offenses. The game got ugly and you know, it was it kind of went a different way, but inherently they were top offenses that got in there and the Patriots were a top offense that won the, the super bowl. So where, where you where's your head at with this, Danny? Like what besides uh, blocking both up front, what are you kind of worried about? Worried about? Yeah. I mean, look, you're right about the pass rush. I just feel, you know, you're talking about like Brady in, in 2011 or, or uh, you know, late, but not too late Manning. Those are guys who don't run. They stay in the pocket. Mahomes can do it all. And my feeling is 
anything that I'm worried about, about the San Francisco defense. And there's a lot, I mean, not just the front line, but also the linebackers are so fast. And you know, you're talking about Kelsey, like he's good at finding the soft spots in that middle part of the, you know, middle of the field, but those are fast dudes. They can stop him from turning, you know, a, a five yard, you know, hook into the 20 yards that he's capable of doing. Uh, so that stuff worries me. I think Sherman's just a smart dude. Tyreek, you know, he, he might get the better of Tyreek for most of the game. That wouldn't surprise me, but you can't stop everything. And the biggest thing is that we have Patrick Mahomes and he just, it's like a magic eraser, man. Everything that I was worried about before he just is like, no, I got a, I got a solution for that. I'll just take care of that. I'll, I'll take the and he scuff does, off your tub. Not, you know, again, this is where the gut handicapping in comes in. He does seem where Jimmy G it doesn't really feel like his team, Patrick Mahomes, especially when they were down 24, nothing against Houston. Mm. He was there on the sideline, walking up and down, talking to the guys. You didn't see that out of Lamar Jackson. Like Lamar Jackson sat there with his <laughs> eyes going sideways. He was, he was befuddled. He didn't know how to handle Tennessee's physicality. Uh, Mahomes, there feels like a, even though he's young in his career, it does feel like there's a little veteran presence, a little, uh, a little seasoning already early in this kid's career. And uh, I, I think that could be, uh, the, I mean, thing. those comebacks were big time for, for the confidence of this team. You saw uh, it at the end of the Sean, as at someone the end of the year who of the uh, has coached a fr- <laughs> coached a team through a playoff run into a championship of similar merits uh, on the youth soccer pitches. Yes, uh, it's it's huge for the confidence because now no matter what happens, this team is going to believe, and that is absolutely huge when you're going to play a team that's going to make it difficult to score. Now we're still talking about Kansas City's offense, I think, and you're still telling me I'm, I'm not allowed to throw out props, but. We haven't talked much about the running attack, and I think that's the area where the, schematically there is the weakness. Mm. And I, I think Andy Reid is clearly the best offensive coach this league has seen over the last two decades. Uh, he's really the only one that's lasted the whole time, and his offenses have been good the whole time. And every single quarterback who's landed in his system has had career years. He made under, Kevin Cobb look good under Andy Reid. <laughs> so. I think the fact that he has the shiniest toy he's ever had, he's got weapons all over the place. He's got the extra week off, which we've seen. I I, I don't know. Did Justin, Justin Decker wrote about this. I don't want to steal his stat, but only one loss uh, coming off the buy in the playoffs Yeah, for Andy Reed. So Love it. Um, it was unfortunately the super bowl. <laughs> it, it was the super bowl, but he's got Showtime Mahomes. And it, it, it just seems like a game changer for him. And uh, everybody who touches the ball can take it to the house. I mean, you know, he's gonna do stuff. He's gonna do sweeps, he's gonna do screens. Well, yeah, Kramer, tell him your Watkins theory. I, I I'm I'm a little disappointed in my bookie for really? not having this prop up, but I w- I want to take a Sammy Watkins to throw a pass prop. Oh man. I, I I I think we are going to see one of two things. He's going to throw a pass either to either to Patrick Mahomes or to the belldozer in the back <laughs> of the end zone. We've been, I love Bell. Been, I love Bell. We we ran the Ferkser train and now we're kind of we're kind of <laughs> we're, we're, we're hopping on the Blake Bell bandwagon. Hey, caught more TD passes in the playoffs than I believe any Eagles player. Oh wow, that was painful and unnecessary. Nice. I like that. Thank you. We'll uh, we'll transition over here to the defense, but before we do, let's talk about Ace per head. That's right. You ever thinking about starting your own small business, working a cubicle, hate your job? Why not become your own boss by starting your own online sports book? Pretty simple, pretty easy. You don't have to know a lot about computers. 
All you got to do is head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. They'll give you six weeks free, up to six weeks free of their amazing sportsbook management software, top notch customer support, mobile gaming, in game, live betting. So, I mean, this is the week. Start your own sportsbook. Start booking your friends' action. They'll be they'll be on their phones, live betting through you. It's a win-win, and you get the six weeks free. That'll take you almost to the start of March Madness. Just head over to aceperhead.com/sgp so they know the sports gambling podcast sent you. You talk about comebacks, and uh, I mean, we got to mention Shanahan when we talk about comebacks because he was behind the twenty-eight to three collapse. For the Atlanta Falcons, I saw somewhere online had hundred to one odds that Kyle Shanahan would somehow blow a twenty-eight to three lead. Uh, I don't know, hundred to one. It's got to be a little higher, right? I mean, to exactly hit twenty-eight to three and then to blow that, uh, you got to give me a little bit better than hundred to one. But uh, that would be certainly one for the ages. Yeah, uh, he he certainly Newton figured out how to just get that butthole nice and tight. <laughs> get everyone super worried. But yeah, as far as the the Kansas City defense, I mean, the honey badger that dude's been making a lot of plays. I predict that Jimmy G will throw an interception. I definitely the guy has been loose with the ball. I just don't think they can only throw the ball eight times. They're going to have to throw it more and I and I think that plays into Casey's hands a little bit. Uh it's tough to see Kansas City winning the game without getting an interception. Maybe maybe a strip sack. Little other prediction, Terrell Suggs will make a play in this game. It, whether it's a tackle for loss, a uh, a sack, maybe a fumble recovery. That dude is a uh, he is just a crazed maniac. He clearly wanted to still play for contender. I think he's going to be hungry out there, and he has a shitload of playoff experience. I, I think he's I think he's going to make a play. Who are you looking forward to from the defensive side of the ball, uh, Danny? You know, I mean, I could tell you, I love the Honey Badger. I'm so happy he's on our team. He's just one of those guys that you know how like it's weird. You don't, I don't really understand defense as much as I should, but there are some teams that they just get one guy and somehow they go from shitty to awesome. I mean, that's basically what happened. He just fixed everything in the back end. And then I love Frank Clark. I just think he's so angry. He plays with such a chip. Very angry. He can get angry at anything. It's on seems and like. off the field, off the field <laughs> is it's a staple for the NFL in general. Uh, so you can't really highlight Frank Clark for that. It was years ago. Anyway, the guy I really love on our defense, though, is this guy Daniel Sorensen. Oh man, he was he was next on my list. Dirty it's a football Dan, name right there. I am surprised. I've known him. He's been on our team. He's been the overpaid guy for a couple of seasons. They gave him a contract when Dorsey was there. He's a guy John Madden would love. He's he's one of those guys who will get penetration. <laughs> and Andy Reid also loves his fellow Mormons, and he came from BYU. Oh, really? Daniel Sorensen, undrafted. That. He's hungry. He's Mormon. And I've just been surprised at how many times this season I've said, fucking dirty Dan, do it. <laughs> just as many times as I've said it, I'm starting to think like this guy might actually be good. He might actually make the play that clinches it. The tackle he had on Tannehill when after the holding penalty it was third and 11, after we'd gotten down to a third and one, we still stopped Henry on that play, but they got the holding penalty and Daniel Sorensen makes that tackle. He was lights out in the Texans game. Oh man, the Texans game. I don't know if you guys come back for that. Cause what was he, he had an interception and yep. then he on the kick uh, on the kick coverage. He, he had, had the punt. He had the, he stopped the punt 
Oh, he stopped punt. the fake punt with a great tackle. Yes. And then on the uh on the kick coverage on one of the uh, other ones, he had his helmet right on the ball to jar it loose for the fumble. It's like, it's dude, beautiful. this guy was everywhere. And it's it feels a little bit like destiny on a few points of the defense. You're talking about Terrell Suggs. We lose Alex Okafor, like one of the last couple of games of the season. Terrell Suggs just happens to be on the street and we decide to pick him up. Now he's making plays for us. And you know, Dan wasn't a starter, but we lose Juan Thornhill in the last game against the chargers for the season. He was playing really, really well. We have to put Dan in suddenly. He's a big part of the playoffs. I mean, it's just, everything's coming together and I don't see how the Niners have the same juice going on, how the, the fates are coming together to bless talking them. juice. It's, it's intangible because our defense shouldn't be as good as it is and it could fall apart at any second. But I just, like you said about the offense, like these guys just believe in it and that just adds something. I don't know what it is. Kramer, what do you think? You, well, you've I was seen add, Spags so, in the Super Bowl. Well, I'll draw the comparisons in the source and one is good one. Cause him and, and, and honey badger, they create this kind of very, very versatile back end of the defense where guys can, they can kind of be interchangeable. Right. And when the, when the giants did it back in 2007 against those undefeated Patriots, they had James Butler and Jabril Wilson, very similar. Jabril Wilson was the honey badger. James Butler was this just crafty veteran who knew how to be in the right spot. And in Spags's defense, that's all that matters because you're rarely, you're going to have a lot of help in the back end. It's all about that upfront pass rush. He's getting it now from those chiefs players. Yeah. He's a very, he's a one trick pony when it comes to defense, but I can tell you when he was the players like him, the players play for him. They have the exact model, right? They have their Justin Tuck. They have their they don't quite have a stray hand, but they they <laughs> they have a a pass rush that's capable of getting there and they have guys who are competent on the back end. There was a video that was going around Twitter uh after the Houston game where the Honey Badger Deshaun oh, Watson yeah, looks I'm, looks at the first target, Honey Badger's there. He then juts off to the second target. Honey Badger follows that. He then pulls it down to run and gets tackled by him. I, I mean, this is the kind of thing where, like, he's when when you're playing the guy who's really good at Madden, he plays at the safety and he's just everywhere on the field, no matter where you throw it. And it's just like, holy shit, that's the Honey Badger. And it, it, it's one of those situations where it's frustrating when a guy like that just ends up on the really good team. And it was so many times, so many seasons, we had those plays that should have gone for 15 yards and instead went to the house and, and just terrible safety play, even with Eric Berry in and no disrespect cause he's awesome. And he had that, that one awesome season coming off of, of the cancer thing. But you know, the way that our guys are playing now, like they're tackling, they're stopping big plays and they're getting crucial stops on third down. And it's just, it's like, I'm watching the game differently. I'm not so scared every time the other team has the ball. And let's not forget, uh, remember the throw in in the Alex Smith trade, Kendall five Fuller. star recruit out of Virginia tech, <laughs> Kendall Fuller yeah. of the Fuller franchise. <laughs> You're saying uh, he, the Redskins made a bad uh, personnel move. They threw in a pro bowl cornerback in the deal. And they just throw him in and versatile. I mean, he's playing safety snaps now. I mean, he, he can do those things. And, and I, I'll tell you, I mean, I've seen a lot of really good cornerbacks come out of Virginia Tech. Kendall Fuller was the best one. So uh, he he's a badass. I, I think it's just this is the kind of defense where Spags has it. He has all the pieces, and really, what it's going to come down to, because uh, unlike the, uh, I don't know if this is going to be like a knock him out, shut him down kind of thing, like like when he against the Patriots, where he held him to seventeen points. But I do think with that offense, because uh, 
three stops, four stops. Like how many punts do you need to force where you're like, okay, this is good because I, I think that I, I hard to see the chiefs not scoring 24 points. Mm -hmm. So how many, you know, how many points do you need to stop them from they have scoring? a big cushion? And I think if you're a, if you're a player on that defense, it has to feel pretty good knowing, Hey, we actually, we let up a big play or in that Texans game where they weren't in the right spot, there was a blown coverage and they were just, I felt like the team was super tight in general and, or they get down, they let up some points. How good of a feeling is it knowing that, Hey, if we give them the ball back, or if we just make one stop, like you're saying, we got, you know, Showtime, my home on the other end. And he's, he's going to go off and, and, and get us back in this game. All right, let's uh, let's stop messing around. Let's one last thing I was going to sure. throw out there because again, I'm going to, I, you know, I love to draw comparisons to things that were great in the giants past. Cause n never again, will the giants be great under this <laughs> fucking ownership. Uh, but uh, Reggie Raglan, again, there, the, I, I feel like there are comps to the way he plays football and the way Antonio Pierce was playing football for this team. Very smart player. Oh, again, in the right place. So I know people are going to look to the Chiefs' season-long defensive numbers, and again, lamestream media is going to point out these these things that are not true about the team today. And again, Sean, we said this on the DFS show: Andy Reid is too fucking old and too close to death to <laughs> to lose a, lose to to a team where all he has to do is say, "Jimmy G, you beat us." Like you just can't lose to running backs in defense. And we're not scared of, of, you know, Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, whoever they want to trot out as much as they tried to make us about Derrick Henry. And he only got 69 yards in that game. Yeah. Great point. The, and the tackling really is key. All right, let's get to it. Let's <laughs> talk about the props. But before we do shout out to one of the sponsors of the podcast, prop swap.com where you can buy bets from other people. That's right. They, they have a sports ticket. Like Danny was saying, he was just out in Vegas. Maybe he laid some action on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Maybe he wants to sell it. Probably not because he's a Chiefs fan, but <laughs> you have opportunities to sell sportsbook tickets. And on the other side, you have a chance to buy sportsbook tickets, even in California. Now, it's not legal to bet on sports, but you're allowed to buy these other people's sportsbooks tickets, uh, sportbook tickets. Here's a little example this week Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl ticket with a collect amount of $2,800. Sold on prop swap for fifteen hundred dollars. So basically, you're getting minus one fifteen odds. That's better than, uh, you know, any sort of money line you're gonna find in the sports book right now. And if you have a, maybe you have a 49ers ticket to win the Super Bowl, and you're realizing you're listening to this podcast, you go, "Oh my god!" Now that I heard Danny Solomon, <laughs> Ryan, Real Money Kramer lay out the case for the Chiefs, even Sean Green. <laughs> I'm I'm scared shitless. I gotta unload this ticket. It's it's to win a decent amount. You can head over to propswap.com, list that sportsbook ticket. And if you're buying or if you're selling, use that promo code SGP, get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars, void where prohibited. But that's not even a rollover bonus. Basically, if you want to buy a two hundred dollars sports ticket, uh, you can do that over propswap.com. All you need is a hundred dollars and an extra bonus. If you use that promo code SGP, send in a screenshot of you using that to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You get a free lock mm. dog tease t shirt. Doesn't get any better than that. It'll put us out of business. I know, seriously. All right. Enough enough uh, messing around, just massaging. Let's get to the let's get to the completion. Let's get to where the meat is cut. Uh the fudge is packed, however you want to say <laughs> it. 
I don't want cutting going on anywhere near my completion, Sean. But I will give you some yeah, props. This isn't a, this isn't a vi- Mike Vrabel is out of the the playoffs. No more mentions of that. All right, Kramer, kick things off. What is your first Chiefs related uh, Super Bowl prop bet? Uh, well, we started by talking about uh, we started Super Bowl week by talking about how one of the angles is this Chiefs rushing attack versus the Niners rushing defense, which is the weakness of this team. Uh, they are thir- San Francisco's defense, 13th in adjusted line yards on the D line and 11th in DVOA against the run. This team has not gone under this total of 88 and a half team rushing yards. They've only gone under that once in the last 10 games. Mm. I, it seems almost too obvious that they'll, they'll be attacking this angle. So uh, it gives me a little pause, but like I said, They've gone over this total nine out of ten. It's not a bad matchup. People will point out, oh well, the, San Francisco's got a great defense. They got a good defense. They don't have a great defense against the run. So there will be opportunity. Andy Reid's one of the greatest coaches in the again one of the greatest <laughs> offensive minds. Not to win a Super Bowl, but yeah, for sure not to win a Super Bowl. But <laughs> he he gets running backs to produce no matter what they look like. So 88 and a half yards seems silly. They've gone well North of a hundred in both games. This, this, that, uh, that does seem really low. I couldn't, but it jumped right off the screen at me as a former tight end, as a, uh, a former Wait, tight end. Are you are you yes. self-referencing <laughs> as a former tight end, former tight end. I also uh, worked with a, a hall of fame tight end first ballot. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, which oh, yeah. uh, Danny worked on the show as well. We got a witness, uh, Gronk, not know how to pronounce chore in person. Jores. Jor. Kept calling Jors. It, instead of chore sports, he kept calling it Jor yeah. sports. They're like, all right, Rob, just one more time. And he's like, uh, coming up, Jor sports. Now one more time. I think it's the Jor <laughs> sports. And then finally, the co-host was like, you don't know what a chore is, like you know, washing dishes, sweeping floors. And he goes, I never did any chores growing up. I was too busy scoring touchdowns. <laughs> just smiled at this big Gronk thing. Again, Kittle, he thinks he's Gronk. He thinks he's king of the bros. There's only one king of the bros, and it is Travis Kelsey. I'm taking Kelsey to have more receiving yards than uh than uh, Kittle over you're there. Still, you're still avenging <laughs> Zach Ertz's loss in the all bro category. That was bullshit that he didn't get in, and I think Kittle's a little overrated. And I like the minus one and a half yards, Kelsey against Kittle. That's risky, bro. Kelsey is an a seasoned bro now. Yes. He's older. Kittle's too young. He's only bro. He's out a for young a few years. Up, He's a young and up and coming bro. I think he's uh, again. This is just. I had the early take that Kittle sucks, and I'm instead of adjusting <laughs> to the optics or the reality, I'm gonna just lean in. Um, I'm going all in on Trump. So. <laughs> I, you know, you, sometimes you're presented with evidence and you just have to ignore it. I'm, I'm locked in on my okay, boy, Travis okay. Kelsey, Danny. I know uh, you gave me your props. One you liked McCole Hardman. I just love McCole Hardman in this game. We, he, he caught a pass in the chargers game to really start the ball. Ro- this was the week 17 chargers game, caught a pass that got the ball rolling with our offense uh, later had a sweep. Like they're going to use him. They've been waiting to use him for something. Speed. If it's, maybe it's a Sammy Watkins pass. I would say if you're going to scheme something like that up, you're, the other end of it is going to be somebody like McCole Hardman. I say 
McCole Hardman scores a touchdown in this game. Plus 300 over at my book. Make some money. This guy, they've been sitting on what he can do all season. They've been waiting for him to get better at whatever the hell it is, route running, uh, you know, timing, whatever it is that he needed to do. He's doing it. He's more trusted in the offense. I think more so than Demarcus Robinson. I think he scores a TD in this game. Let me ask you, Sean, do you take over 23 and a half yards over one and a half catch or over 15 and a half yards for longest catch? Well, and I, I guess I guess further. I'll jump to my second oh. one because it's literally one of those. Oh wow! Literally. Uh, when I wrote it down, McCole um, Hardman's total over at my bookie was twenty three and a half. It's oh. up to twenty six, or it was twenty six and a half. Now it sounds like it's down to twenty three and a half. Yeah, dude. Whatever it is, I like it over. This kid is a burner. I think he can get it in one catch. Yeah. Um. Again, speed kills, and I think they're gonna be focusing on Hill. He's the one guy I don't think is gonna have a huge game. Now maybe he breaks it off. Maybe he does. But I think Salah is going in there with that mindset of we're not letting Tyreek Hill uh, beat us in this game. So I, I I'm going to throw in a, a little uh, little. Danny, spice you're welcome. Here. I I said Tyreek <laughs> Hill and beat and didn't mention yeah. uh, the off-field incident. I was trying to move past that. Uh, <laughs> I feel like he, don't you want to protect yourself against that one catch for 21 yards and just take longest reception over 15 and a half? Oh, see, well that was total yards, but you're right. I. Yeah, what do you want to do? So you're saying I feel like if he gets a catch, it's gonna be like a twenty yarder. It's yeah. always does a he get the second catch to get over oh, the catch prop to so get over saying, the total yardage prop? If I you take longest re- or first reception is twelve and a half mm. yards. Now, hopefully they don't they don't go to a screen or something to him. It's it, yeah, is it a reception? Is it total yards? What are we talking about? My my twenty three oh. and a half was a total receiving total yards. yards. Receiving. But, but Kramer's making a case here and a good case that maybe you're better off just playing the over first catch or twelve just the and a half first catch. catch. He he's only expected to have one and a half, so maybe two. And they're saying twenty three, which means they're expecting two catches of twelve yard. Mm. That's an interesting way to all right. So you talked me into it. All right. Give me, <laughs> give me, I'll switch it up. I'll give uh, I'll go over first catch 12 and a half yards. No, no, you know, actually fuck I'll that. Stick, I'll, I'll stick with my total because I want to, if he doesn't get it on the first catch, then I have some live bets. I already have too much Sean, stuff going early. Do I have to ex- see what we're having here is we're I'm having getting, the what, synapses what, are firing in my here, brain. Here's what's going on right now. We're in the car with, with Johnny and Johnny's driving. And we just had a discussion that he was going to have with his buddies later. Yeah. Now he doesn't have to have that conversation. Exactly. We've sorted it out. He's now going to play first cash <laughs> over 12 and a half. I'll stick and we're going to mine and we're going to move forward. What's uh, your second that's the point of the discussion. Sammy Watkins over three and a half catches. This, this is a, I, I, I know I'm chasing a little bit, but I do like the angle that they are going to shut Tyree kill down. Mm. I like the angle that they're going to try to shut Travis Kelsey down. And I'm probably going to attack props around everyone else. Um, a Hill and Kelsey are going to be the chalkier plays for the yardage props. Be more people will probably play those overs. So I'm going to attack guys like Sammy Watkins. And I think he is the guy that is going to benefit the most. Cause he's the guy that seems to be running more of their possession stuff. And as they stretch the field vertically, Sean, mm. uh, they call that taking the top off the defense. <laughs> and that leaves a lot of room in the middle uh, for a guy like Sammy Watkins. So I really like him to get three and a half catches. I, I mean, you, you got to figure how many throws is Patrick Mahomes going to have? I, I can't imagine he's having less than 40 
throws, yeah. which means I can't imagine he's having less than like 30 to 32 catches. Well, and, and then again, if you take the, if you take the attempts over or even the passing yards over with Mahomes, what is that? It, I should it, look that up. Right um, it, it plays out in both scenarios where either they're a throwing the ball a lot and winning, or if they do get down or if they're <laughs> behind, they're playing catch up. Uh, it makes sense if for either a Kansas city win or unfortunately San Francisco win the over and and then passing the ball a lot does kind of make sense. We haven't talked a ton about the running backs. Darwin Thompson. What is he involved in this game, Danny? I think so. I mean, it's the over under was what one and a half carries, one and a half rushing Total, attempts. Rushing attempts. I mean, there's Lashawn McCoy is you know persona non grata now. He's it's I don't know. He, he had some fumble issues. He he's he's actually quick, and I have liked watching him break off a few during the regular season. Quick conspiracy theory. LaShawn McCoy today just announced that he is going to be retiring a Philadelphia Eagle. I think there was a conversation mm. behind the scenes oh. saying, dude, I want you to Andy Reid's class act. Dude, don't get your hopes up as far as being involved in this game. I love you, but it's not in the cards. And I think he was like, you know what? I'm an Eagle at heart, blah, blah, blah. But I, I think I, to me, that's not Let unrelated me pivot my DraftKings lineup. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I'll definitely see if he's active. I'll throw him in a, in a random DraftKings lineup because he's my boy, uh, but I, I think to me I was kind of putting those pieces together and they felt somewhat related. That uh, he just announced today randomly that he was going to retire an Eagle. It feels like nah, I wouldn't be surprised. And Andy Reid, he's not like uh, Belichick. He's not going to just bench a guy the night before for whatever mishap. And yeah, Andy Reid turns <laughs> a blind eye to uh, players uh, off the field <laughs> activities. He's a helper. He wants to help them. <laughs> All right, uh, we're. Now what do we add? Our, our third prop here, Kramer. What do you got for your third prop? Uh, well, we we were kind of talking about uh, Mahomes and the completion stuff. Tw- Twenty-five and a half completions, thirty-eight and a half attempts. So even with that number, you're telling me Sammy Watkins isn't going to get four of those? Four of those? Yeah. Uh, it seems like anyway. Uh, uh, let's stick with Mahomes. You you talked about the rushing prop, Sean. Yep. And while I, what is that number? I, uh, I mean, again, this is my, actually my third Let's prop here because I'm not taking the prop, but start with, that. okay. I'll, I'll give a uh, over Mahomes 30 and a half rushing yards last two playoff games, 53 yards, 53 yards. And there were, there were scenarios where they were up, they were down. There were a variety of scenarios he's shown lately. He had the issue with the broken kneecap. He got back, he got healthy and he's, he's not afraid to run the ball. He runs smart. And again, they, the defense is going to be forced to cover these speedy guys, the Hill, the Hardmans. They'll be back deep. They're not going to, you don't have against the Chiefs offense, you don't have the uh, option to have someone spy Patrick Mahomes. You just don't. You yep. kind of have to concede that. Uh, and I think over 30 and a half rushing yards, super easy. I, I agree. I agree. But you know what I like more? I like laying 20 and a half rush yards versus Ooh, against Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Because Jimmy Garoppolo's total is three and a half. So unless I'm doing my math wrong. Wow, that's great value. We have a pricing error. So again, folks, check your bets. But yeah, uh, for the same reasons you just called out, I like Mahomes to get involved with his legs. I like the pass rush to get a little aggressive up the field. Um, and I like Mahomes to get loose a little bit. So minus 20 and a half rush yards versus, versus Garoppolo. I don't think Jimmy G is gonna be running. A whole bunch. I know he's got some legs. I know he's incredibly good looking, but uh, <laughs> yes. we're not talking about student council. We're talking about running for yards in the Super Bowl. Give me 
Patrick Mahomes. And uh, another thing is that Mahomes will is a threat to throw the ball pretty much at any point before he crosses the line of scrimmage. So yeah. people have to respect it. They have they to do give that him little a five toe drag to keep his foot behind Jeez. the line. Oh. That was great. And again, it's a great way to convert their downs. That kind of teases us up for your next prop, Danny. Chiefs third down conversions. The line set at five and a half. Make the case for the over. We're just so good at converting these third and longs. These third and shorts have been starting to come in with the O line playing better. With you know who you don't mention when you talk about Jason Kelsey, you know you got an Eagle alum and Stefan Wisniewski yeah. coming in late in the season, helping the run game tremendously. So if it's third and short, we've been doing Damian Williams or some of these kind of you know screens or sweeps. They've been going great, especially this playoffs. And if it's third and long. Mahomes is converting those like clockwork. I mean, he's just so good at it. really the only worrisome part about that bet is that we never see third down at all mm. during the game. Well, but I, I think again, the the way I'm kind of seeing this game play out is that it's less about those crazy deep ball shots and more about kind of picking uh, apart over the middle uh, and, and kind of slowly methodically driving yeah. down. Yeah. Don't be surprised if we see the chiefs work, work the clock a little bit. I really think like I think yeah, Andy Reid is going to bring out his Mona Lisa. And I Sean, you kind of already you already Mozart. gave out your your third prop. So, let me jump into my fourth because it kind of piggybacks off the conversion conversation. Oh, Ryan, Ryan, before you do. Oh. Breaking news courtesy of manscape.com. That's right. It's a pubic service announcement. You honestly, I, you got me. I, that was crazy. I, Cause I decided it's, if you're going to Miami for the super bowl, you don't want to have a crazy no. long bush. You want a nice trimmed Danny. You're in a relationship. What does a wife want? She wants a man who cares about himself. They want a man who's grooming down there. Who's not a, you know, they do all these things to groom and shave and prim and proper. The least we can do is uh, trim our bush for our lovely wives and wives also love savings. Get 20% off and free shipping. When you use the code SGP <laughs> over at manscape.com. It's the lawnmower 3.0. They just announced it again. The quiet stroke technology, 7,000 RPMs of hulking pube trimming power, the led light, which illuminates grooming areas. And maybe you want to, you know, you you live it. You have roommates. You don't want them to know that you're trimming your pubes. You want that LED light for uh, non-discreet pube trimming. And again, the no nick skin safe technology. I've used it. I am endorsing it on air. I highly recommend if you're looking to trim up. Get ready. <laughs> go to manscape.com. Promo code SGP and go on a boat trip of a lifetime. I mean, shout out to man. I mean, I, I there's a a lawnmower 3.0 in my bathroom yep. right now. You guys are so. making manscaping sound so manly. <laughs> this is well, super manly. You don't want to have a huge dick. All right. Cool. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's it's all about perspective. I, I, I can't handle any more guys. I, I bet you Patrick Mahomey is a, is a, is a client. <laughs> he's a, he's a young man with a, a young gal pal. I'm maximize sure. that, uh, that, you know, anyway, kick off uh, your fourth prop. Kramer. Speaking of conversion. Yeah. So you were talking about third down conversions. I want to bring the conversation over to fourth down conversions. Mm. Cause that's my next prop. Chiefs get a fourth down conversion plus 110. I think Andy Reid's going to understand the importance of holding onto the ball, bleeding clock and putting kind of putting Shanahan on the uh, on the spot a little bit in terms of how much is he willing to commit to this running game and risk going three and out and giving the ball right back to them. So, I think there's going to be situations where if the Chiefs are between the 40s, 
and I it's two yard, three yard. They're going for it. Uh, they will have supreme confidence in their offense. I hope, and I hope it happens early because I bet you it's going to be scripted. Uh, that first drive, hopefully we we cash this immediately as they convert fourth down and two from the thirty-eight yard line. I just honestly, I was a little surprised this isn't favored. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, another prop that kind of either way the game can go either way, and there's an opportunity here potentially. To your point, yeah, maybe we're only seeing second down because they're just rocking it. But again, I I, I like the angle here. I, I'm taking the plus one ten. I like the, the I like the side of, of getting the plus one ten here. So Ryan, you and this is a perfect mm. transition into my next prop. I'm going to the KC defensive side. You're talking about them. Uh, you know, the 49ers, the run game, everyone's worried about Mostert having another 200 yards, whatever it is. I, I know this guy, he's going to come to play. He's going to be ripping the smelling salts before the game. Daniel Sorensen, mm. total tackles and assists over four and a half. It's minus 120, but this guy just gets involved. Again, this is, it doesn't matter whether you see the Chiefs winning or losing. Sorensen getting five tackles. To me, is that really like the number? Doesn't that seem comically well, low? Well, especially against the and, and I, you know, the, some of this is for the uh, 49ers podcast, but the way that Shanahan attacks defenses, he attacks both he attacks the first and the second level really well and which is why you typically see safeties get involved a lot in the running game and having to clean up those zone reads that get to the sideline 10 yards down the field. Yeah, I mean, uh, just I rarely like, play those tackle props, but that feels low. Yeah, and especially the the I mean, it's coming off eight, eight, yeah. five, but especially this particular matchup, the fact that they're gonna be running the ball that often, uh, it just really this dude's gonna get some tackles over four and a half. It's one of my favorite ones that I've seen so far in the Super Bowl, and that's kind of uh, saying a lot. Danny, one of your next props, you you took a dabble at the uh, whatever quarter to be the highest. What was your thought there? You know, I I people often think that, and it was it was much lower uh, to bet on the second quarter being the highest because that's what we normally do. Yeah, uh, I think because it's the Super Bowl, I feel like there's going to be a lot of back and forth. These two teams are going to know each other. It takes us the first quarter to get going. So we're always kind of soft in the first quarter. I feel like there's going to be a little bit more attention paid by San Francisco to the second quarter, and we're going to need to adjust to maybe an adjustment that they feel like they're going to have to make. And then we come out at halftime, and I just feel like that's when the light show really starts. And I feel like they're going to have to try to come back on that. It's just we've been doing it a lot in the second quarter, and part of this is just a gut thing. I feel like God just needs to hand me a little extra stress because <laughs> it's the Super Bowl. Normally, I've been waiting one quarter. I think he's going to make me wait an entire half to see everything well, come and, together. And also, there's the 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 halftime players always talk about that super long halftime. I think if you're a defensive player, you may get a little stiff. You're not warmed up. And uh, highest scoring quarter, third quarter, plus four seventy. That certainly feels like a. Uh, it's worth the. Uh, it's worth the dabble there. Plus four seventy, and we score so much in the second quarter, but nobody talks about we score almost as much in the third quarter of games. We're just as good coming out of the half. And yeah, and, and Shanahan Reed both good at uh, making adjustments. So yeah, I, I like that third quarter four plus four seventy. That feels a little higher. Uh, higher than normal. There's always going to be a little less uh the, or the first and third quarters will always be juiced up because the clock just ends. There's no penalty in holding the ball and yeah. all that nonsense. You don't have the 2 minute drill. But uh, with a For team a like the Chiefs, end, yeah. 
why not? It seems like it doesn't matter with like whichever quarter they get those three quick possessions and score 21 points. Yeah. They could go could off. Anyway. So, all right, Sean, are you up or am I up? Uh, you can go. This is your, your fifth prop here. Oh, so you've given out five. I've given out uh, I've given out four. Yeah. And we're only allowed to give out. Four. Can I you can give out some, can more. I give a shout out to a prop? I'm not, it's not <laughs> one of my five, Sean, but I want to give a shout out to the first pass being incomplete for Mr. Mahomes. Oh. Not because I'm going after Mahomey. <laughs> I love how State Farm just went after that. Uh, but I am uh, I am suggesting you should bet both quarterbacks to throw their first pass incomplete. We always do it. It's great. Uh, Last year, both hit. It's a long term. It's a, it's an equity fund. You know, you just do it every year. You're going to make money in the long haul. My fifth prop, Sean. I almost gave you Mahomes minus a half passing touchdowns versus Jimmy G. Cause that also feels stupid easy. Uh, you're telling me I can get Mahomes two touchdowns and I win when Garoppolo only throws one <laughs> touchdown. Uh, to take Mahomes over two is minus 160. To take Mahomes minus a half versus Jimmy G is minus 130. Again, better price. Shop your numbers. I'm saving 30 cents right there. But again, that was just, I'm just giving a shout out. My official one is Chiefs over two and a half sacks plus 110. Okay. Uh, not sure why there's plus juice on the over here. I saw that the game total is four and a half. I know we had to stick chief centric. So I might even suggest taking the, the over four and a half for the game as a better bet. Uh, I mean, I don't, of course the chiefs are going to get to him because they're going to say Garoppolo, you have to beat us. He's not going to throw the ball eight times. They're not going to run the ball 80 times. This is going to be a game where Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be forced to put the ball in his hands and make plays. And the chiefs are built to get after the quarterback. And if his first read is not there, he's going to go down. I, I, this of all of my props they're they're all just stone cold locks, <laughs> but this is a double lock. If you're asking me which one of these, am I going to be cashing by halftime? I think it could be, I, I think of these whale plays I just gave you, Sean. Mega you whale. could be cashing the fourth down, the over two and a half sacks, and the over eighty-eight and a half rushing yards in the first half. I, you're you're talking me into more gambling, Ryan. That's what started the podcast. <laughs> Danny threw out uh, Darwin Thompson earlier, and he liked the over one mm. and a half rushing attempts. I'll I'll do a little value. Play. I love that. By the way, I, I, it's going to happen to me. I think in a weird way, there's almost a little bit more value in the over four and a half rush yards. Darwin Thompson. <laughs> He's hit that six out of his last seven games. Uh, I mean, because then, you know, two, if you're saying he's going to get two carries, two carries to five yards, that's only two and a half yards per carry. Or he could just get it in one carry and that he has five yards. I feel like you're giving yourself more options on taking the rush yards versus the carries. He could be stuffed for a loss, but I, I don't know. I really like the over four and a half rush yards for uh, Darwin Thompson there. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That feels pretty good. Like he, you know, you can only have so much Damian Williams who, who really is the, it seems like it's going to be Darwin Thompson, right? Not super high on uh, it's going to be someone there's going to be a second. Uh, and I was actually doing a fair bit of analysis uh, diving into the over under four and a half carries for the chiefs or four and a half people with a carry for the chiefs. Mm -hmm. And there were a number of games where receivers got carries. Mahomes had carries and it took like Matt Moore coming in and closing the game out with a knee to get them <laughs> over four and a half. So uh, while I do think 
I, you know, we think of Andy Reid as someone who likes to lean on one guy. It does seem like he's going to give a second guy a carry. Yeah, and at least I'm not. You know, it seems pretty clear who that will be. Certainly, it's going to be Darwin Thompson, and four and a half makes it a little difficult because I can think of two other guys who will get a carry, but I can't think of a four, a fifth guy who might get. Well, you got Matt Moore would have been the you guy. Got your quarterback. But, you got two running backs, and then you have a receiver and it's like, who's the fifth guy. Yeah, right? So it's gotta yeah. be both receivers maybe. And which is totally possible who, who, in this case, or, or maybe he does two running backs, but yeah, it does get to five. Seems a little high. Danny, the chiefs have kind of in both games have gotten behind in these games, your fifth prop here. You kind of, you kind of leaned into that narrative. It's so easy. I mean, this is just <laughs> how every game goes. And again, I think it's just God's way of making sure that I'm stressed out in front of all my friends, but it's, it's going to be a San Francisco lead early in the game. It's just what happens in chiefs games. We have to take the first quarter to feel it out, to see what they're doing, to see what we need to do. I think San Francisco is going to score first, regardless of the coin toss. I still think that they're going to lose this game. So yeah, you so. have Niners score first and lose game plus three fifty. That is a, I mean, that's a nice little way to hedge your bet. I mean, those double results are always interesting, but I, Certainly score first, any score. Yeah, it just says Niners score first mm-hmm. and lose game. Plus three fifty. It sounds good to me. Well, and I'll also say this. I'm writing it down if right you, now. If you take this prop over at my bookie, think about it. If the Niners scored uh, a field goal or a touchdown, even would you really be able to live bet the Chiefs plus three fifty? I don't think you would. Even even if the Chiefs are down seven early on, I mean, assuming the score happens in the first or second quarter, you're not going to be able to get plus three fifty money line Chiefs. That I mean, it's a great way to isolate a little. Here's value the problem: I, I'm I'm worried for the Chiefs because the, the the clear and you're probably not familiar of the Kramer uh, fuck my life <laughs> tour. It's essentially, everything is going wrong with my uh, my sports life, and I really want the Chiefs to win this game, and I'm terrified that this Niners team is just going to come out. And do the same thing they've been doing to everyone else. I just oh, can't believe it. But uh, as far as that prop, I'm on board. I I think there's a very real situation that sees the Chiefs defer because they want to get that bang bang score at the end of the the second quarter, come out of the halftime score, and I'm pretty sure Shanahan's going to score on the opening drive. Yeah. I he's a he's he's a really really prepared coach, and I think prepared coaches score on that opening drive. So. I like that angle. I'm going to find that. Is that on my bookie, Sean? Was as of this morning. Oh, well, yes. Jesus Christ. And also, if we, if they get the coin toss and defer to us, I feel like we'll just have a bad se- One bad series, it always seems to be up top. Well, they definitely have started rusty in the previous two games. So, and into the regular season, also games. To, to, su- to suggest that they're willing to pay that price, even with that recency, uh, I'm, I'm in. Hook, line, and sinker. All right, Kramer. Any other any other uh, props you want to throw out there, or, uh, or rather discuss? Uh, well, I, I uh, one other point of discussion. It's not good enough to throw out on the final episode. Uh, one of my uh, really just stone cold lead pipe locks. But opening kickoff will be a touchback. What are we doing? Why are <laughs> yeah, we? Yeah. Why is minus two twenty still being offered here? <laughs> That's insane. Uh, it, really? Is that? Is, are we thinking it's not going to be a touchback? Well, does Gold have the leg? Yeah. So if he's good, then yeah, because Butker always kicks both kickers. I mean, unless they're being strategic. Uh, The other thing, 
yeah, I, I, uh, I already threw it out, but that, that Mahomes minus a half. That was, that was my other. Oh yeah. That's easy money. Danny, we did our novelty props uh, <laughs> on yesterday's podcast. So you sent me over a couple, one involving uh, oh, marriage proposal. I just believe Mahomes is, is living with his girlfriend. Yes. And he knows nothing else. I think the perfect moment for him, if he wins the Super Bowl, is to ask that woman to marry him. Plus five hundred. Yeah. Plus five hundred. That's like the does Boise he, State running back. Exactly. Does he, Ian Johnson was yeah. that his name? Does he propose in a loss? I'd like to see. He that. will not do that. <laughs> but I, that's how confident I am that we're going to win this game. I believe if you put down twenty bucks, mm. you're going to win a thousand dollars. Wow. Jesus. Just printing money over there, and this one, which is that a, seems really realistic. It seems like Patrick Mahomes a loser. What's he's he what? traditional? And it's probably brought to you by State Farm. Their house is going to be insured by State Farm. Patrick, I'm sure Aaron hasn't give you this kind of information <laughs> because it wasn't relevant to him. But dude, just a couple of years, enjoy it. Yeah, uh, Aaron had Jordy the whole time, so <laughs> he was he was a lockdown. Uh, not, not that there's anything wrong with that, but he was a lockdown man the entire time. Now this one. To the conspiracy theorists, <laughs> will a sign that says Epstein didn't kill himself be shown? Mm. Danny, you like the yes at plus four hundred. I don't see how you keep the cameras <laughs> off of one guy throwing this. People are too what creative. Channel? Fox? Oh, definitely gonna. Yeah, be I mean, and the people are gonna love it. And there's gonna be like forty of them in the crowd. <laughs> there's gonna be enough signs that the censors can't stop it. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, and he didn't. No, he clearly didn't. And it's funny. It's funny that you even have to be a conspiracy theorist to say that. Like the guy clearly. Yeah. Uh, if, if there was as much evidence for UFOs as there was for Epstein killing himself, that would be a mainstream. We would all know that they're aliens yeah, and we would, we would have dealt just with be that. like, all right. Yeah. Aliens are all over the place. Oh man. What so a we just got all these five star reviews <laughs> and now you guys, you're just opening us up for our, our, uh, no, our everyone who listens to the podcast, Gen's only Ooh. army in, in, in middle America who it's doesn't want to hear about this fake news, make some money. That's Hashtag all. Only. The guy ah. mispronouncing uh, Gen's only it's a uh, pretty <laughs> awesome and uh awesome podcast. Thank you uh, for joining us here. Uh, give him a follow on Twitter at Danny Solomon. Make sure you check out his podcasts. Sorry. We love football. Anything else, Danny? Uh, just go. I have an album. It's a comedy album. It's yes, called genius. Uh, it's great jokes in there, but you know, you be the judge. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second money green. And he is Ryan. Uh, once again, I want to, I want to make sure people, they head over to Instagram and they smash that follow button for, for good old Kramer centric. Cause as I, I as I mentioned, Post number six is coming this weekend for the Super Bowl. Kramer, let it ride.